0: Welcome back to another episode of Lady Your Scareness. I'm Hillary. And I'm Marisa. I don't know if I can do this. I feel sick. Why? Because Taylor's not here. You're just going to have to get over it. Yeah, I'm over it. Yeah. Okay. Good.
1: No, we miss Taylor. Yeah, this she is weird. She had
0: a last minute issue and could not come. well, Maybe for the better because this episode would probably have her saying stuff that would not be. Well, you said she wasn't a big
1: fan of it. Yeah,
0: she said she wasn't, but. Okay. So. Let's not beat around the bush. We're talking about the lady of the year. Yeah. Pretty much now. Mm-hmm. That would be Miss Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Gypsy. A couple people requested it. Lorna, Amy, our Amy. Our is in mine and Taylor's, not your Amy. Oh, okay, got it. And then <laughs> Gabby. So few requests. Yeah, Taylor was like, when I told her, she was like, ugh. Why I don't know. Uh, I am obsessed with this story. So Marisa has been living under a rock for like mm-hmm. ever, mm-hmm. and yep. you never heard of it.
1: Nope, nope. But then I love Patricia Arquette. So mm-hmm. when I saw the, the act, I was I keep I kept telling myself I need to watch this. I need to watch this, and mm-hmm. I finally did, and I watched it all in one day. Then I watched like an hour long deposition of Gypsy Rose, and I'm like I'm
0: just obsessed with it.
1: You didn't look up more,
0: right? No, I did, I, you, I did not. I did not. I won't be mad. You I tell didn't. the truth. I didn't, because you told me not to. I did tell you not to. <laughs> I follow rules. Okay. So did you know what the act was about when you started watching it? Um, kind of. I knew that it was about Munchausen by proxy. All right. So, like I said, no more beating around the bush. We'll just jump into it. So we can't really talk about Gypsy Rose without talking about her mother. Correct. Okay. Ah, Let's hear all about it. All right. (laughs) So excited. So (laughs) Claudine, or Dee Dee, was born on May 3rd, 1967 in Chack Bay, Louisiana. Even in her early childhood, her family said that Dee Dee exhibited some not great behaviors. Relatives recall her stealing from family members, but they kind of thought at first it was just her acting out when things didn't go her way. But like at what age? Youngish. I don't, don't know. Okay. I don't have an exact age. All right. But Didi's mom, Emma, was also known to have sticky fingers. Oh. So, you know. Okay. Like mother, like daughter, mm-hmm. sometimes. According to Didi's dad, Claude, Emma had to go to court numerous times for shoplifting. He also says that she would steal clothes from the laundromat, <laughs> like take people's clothes out of the dryer. Oh my God. <laughs> How pissed would you be? <laughs> I'd be really pissed. Well, depending on what the clothes were. Yeah. But she'd even stolen money from her father-in-law. So his father. Okay. But when she was 24, Dee, Dee met 17-year-old Rod Blanchard at the local bowling alley. They began to have a romantic relationship and it wasn't long before Dee, Dee got pregnant. Mm. And being the good Southern gentleman that Rod was, mm-hmm. they got married. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, that's what you do. If you get a girl pregnant. Yeah. At 17. He was 17. She was 24. And they met at a bowling alley. I mean, where else?
1: Right. Do you go to meet a good fella?
0: So they did get married, but they only stayed married for about three months. Mm. Rod said he woke up like right after his 18th birthday and was kind of like, what the hell am I doing? Why did I do that? Mm -hmm. I did not marry her for the right reasons. So they separated right before the birth of their child, but Rod said he still really, really wanted to be involved in their child's life. Good for him. Dee Dee ended up giving birth to a little girl that they named Gypsy Rose. Dee Dee wanted her and Rod to rekindle their relationship, but Rod was like, nah, <clears throat> not for not him. good. Yeah. So Didi and baby Gypsy went to live with her family and not long after Rod started dating a girl named Christy, who he would marry and start a family with and so on and so forth and is still with to this day. Oh, very nice. It wasn't long before Dee Dee started saying that she was noticing problems with Gypsy. At three months old, Dee was telling Rod that their baby was experiencing sleep apnea. So she was saying that during the night, Dee Dee would stop breathing. Dee Dee or I Gypsy? Mean, yeah, okay. Gypsy. Dee Dee was saying Gypsy would stop breathing during the night. Okay. Doctors' visits, tests, sleep studies, and whatever else showed that Gypsy wasn't having any issues with sleep apnea, but Dee Dee was still adamant that something was wrong. Rod said he doesn't really know if Gypsy ever did have Mm. sleep apnea or not, but he was just going off what Dee Dee said. Which I think a lot of people did. Gypsy actually had her first surgery before she was a year old. She had, um, pretty bad strabismus or a lazy eye and that needed correcting. And it was a legitimate surgery. Okay. Some theorize that this may have kickstarted these issues because anytime you have a baby, that's going to have to have surgery. You're going to get all kind of attention. Like, Oh my gosh, keep me posted. Yeah. Everything goes. Okay. Oh Mm -hmm. my God. She's just a baby. She's going to have surgery. Oh, I'll be praying for you. Right. That kind of stuff. So the issues that Dee Dee claimed Gypsy was having began to escalate in severity as she got a little older. Eye slash vision issues, hearing issues, digestive issues. She even went on to say that Gypsy had muscular dystrophy.
1: And this is she just came up with in her own head.
0: Rod got to the point where he was like, She's got a lot of issues. Like mm-hmm. what what is going on? Right. And Dee, Dee told him that doctors had run tests and found out that Gypsy had some sort of chromosome disorder or abnormality that was causing her to have all these issues. Okay. She actually told Rob that Gypsy's life expectancy wasn't very long. She told him that she would maybe live till 18, but that was pushing it. Jesus. Yeah. And Rob was just like, oh my fucking God right when gypsy was around and i've seen conflicting and heard conflicting ages but probably like six or seven Mm -hmm. she and her grandfather were riding on his motorcycle and they got into a pretty minor accident like gypsy had gotten basically some scrapes and scratches on her knee and leg Mm -hmm. but Didi said that the injury was so severe that gypsy had to have a leg brace so she's like no she really hurt herself we got to put her in a leg brace then one day after that Didi brought home a wheelchair and made Gypsy start using it. And that's when Dee Dee started saying that Gypsy was paralyzed from the waist down. Oh my God.
1: And then she would tell Gypsy this as well, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, like at one point, like Gypsy believed all these things that... We'll get
0: to that. Okay, got it. Gypsy started kindergarten, but Dee Dee pulled her out of school not long after. She said because of all of Gypsy's medical issues, she was scared that the school wouldn't give her her medicines right. And Gypsy just couldn't go to school because she had so many issues. So Dee Dee planned to homeschool her mm-hmm Dee Dee wasn't fucking homeschooling no nah. she taught her like her abc's and one two threes yeah but after that not much else disney movies yeah but despite being homeschooled didi did make sure gypsy had a little bit of exposure to the outside world and interactions with the public she would take gypsy to the special olympics where she would participate in the events and rob would come watch and gypsy was even in girl scouts Oh, okay. When Gypsy was eight, Didi Dee Dee called the family and told them that Gypsy had leukemia. Some of the family didn't really believe it because they kind of saw the whole wheelchair situation. They, mm-hmm. were, they knew that like... And did nobody bring it up to her? Like,
1: why are, do you have this kid in a wheelchair? Did nobody like confront her? I think uh, they
0: may have, but Didi Dee Dee was just insistent yeah. and they were just kind of like... Okay, whatever crazy. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, some of them didn't believe it, mm-hmm. but then Dee Dee started shaving Gypsy's head and saying that it was the medications and she told Gypsy, well, we're going to shave it because it's all going to fall out anyway. And like, who is going to think that a mom is shaving right. their kids? So at that point right. they were kind of like, oh, maybe. Yeah. maybe she does have I mean, a chemo. She looks like she does, yeah, she,
1: but was she getting cancer treatments?
0: I mean, not like chemo.
1: Right. Okay. I'm just saying, Lee, there's nothing that has backed this woman up and people are just continue to let her.
0: Okay. That's kind of how this whole thing's going to go. <laughs> okay. She's taking Gypsy to all these doctors and saying these complaints and they're kind of mm-hmm. like, oh, well, Dee, Dee started expressing concern to doctors that her daughter wasn't getting enough calories from eating food. She's saying she's not eating. That's why she's so little. She just won't eat. And this is going to be a theme throughout the whole story Jeez. for whatever reason doctors just kind of went with what Didi said and Gypsy had to undergo a procedure where a peg tube was placed in her abdomen so she could receive nutrition that way. God, who's the doctor who did that? <laughs> right? Probably can't find that Probably out. Probably can't. So Didi and Gypsy had been living at home with Dee Dee's dad, Claude, and her stepmom, Laura. At this point, her mother had passed away. Her dad okay. remarried. Mm-hmm. So it's dad and stepmom, Laura. Dee was getting into trouble for writing bad checks. So she had even went to jail a couple of times for the bad checks she was writing. Mm-hmm. Okay. There was just a lot of tension in the house. And then at one point the family started suspecting that Dee was actually poisoning her stepmother, Laura. Oh my God. Dee did most of the cooking in the house. And then one day Laura came down with this mysterious illness that left her bedridden for about nine months. Holy shit. And apparently one day, Gypsy and her grandfather were together when Gypsy spotted a bottle of Roundup, which is weed killer, Mm -hmm. and said, oh, that's the vitamins that mom gives to Grandma Laura. Oh, uh, fuck. (laughs) Goddamn. Oh, shit. Yeah. Roundup. And it was after this that Dee Dee and Gypsy moved out. Hmm. And they moved maybe like an hour or so away to Slidell, Louisiana. Hmm. So, in Slido, Dee, Dee and Gypsy lived in public housing. Dee, Dee didn't work, so they relied on Rod's child support payments and public assistance that Dee, Dee was getting because of all of Gypsy's medical conditions. Mm-hmm. And she didn't work
1: because... She, she had to was, take
0: care of Gypsy. She had to take care of Gypsy. Okay. Yeah, it was a full-time job taking care mm-hmm. she was of so her sick. sick daughter. Yeah. Okay. That's why she was getting money for her daughter. And child support. Yeah. Okay. And I think... I'm guessing then and now, I think he's like, he works on boats, like offshore. So he makes pretty good money. Oh. Their life consisted of numerous and frequent visits to medical specialists, primarily at Tulane Medical Center and the Children's Hospital of New Orleans. Dee Dee sought treatment for her daughter's numerous illnesses. Dee Dee was adamant that Gypsy was having seizures. (laughs) So just keeps getting better and better. What did they do? Put her on seizure meds? They put her on seizure meds, Hmm. which are pretty. Yeah. Um, They're pretty rough meds. Mm -hmm. Not something you just give to somebody. Right. Because they might be having seizures per the mother. (laughs) This is killing me. Okay. Plus, you would think they did at EEG. Right. Was she that persuasive? Obviously so. Gosh. And this is, like, about what time? Like, early 2000s. Okay. In August of 2005. Okay. Hurricane Katrina hit and completely devastated parts of Louisiana. yeah. Yeah. Like... My family, some of them were in Louisiana in their house. They never went back. Oh, really? They weren't going to leave. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. They weren't going to leave. And my Nana was like, get your asses <laughs> here now. And had they stayed? There's no telling what would happen. Yeah. When they went home to like try to maybe mm-hmm. get some stuff from their house, they could see where the water mm-hmm. had risen to almost the ceiling. Were they able to recover anything? Not a lot. Wow. So they lost no, like, pictures, bad. baby stuff. Yeah like pretty sentimental things. I think that
1: was like the worst. That was the worst. I think that was
0: Louisiana's worst hurricane. Yeah. Cause the levees completely broke. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it really, it did a number. So Dee, Dee and Gypsy, their apartment was one of those places that were just in ruins. Mm-hmm. They ended up at a shelter for individuals with special needs for just about two months. And it was there that they met a doctor that suggested they move to Missouri. I guess there's like a good children's hospital. She was from there. So she was just like, Hey, oh, okay. Missouri." A month later, they were flown to Springfield, Missouri in a medical helicopter to start their new life. Wow. Did you know all that? I did. It's been a long time since <clears throat> I've watched the Excuse act. Me. So I, I knew can't that they remember. went to, I
1: know that, you know, the story kind of starts in Missouri.
0: Okay. Like that, that's where the story starts. Yeah. So like um, I said, it's been so long since I watched the act. And I don't remember the, what was in it and what
1: wasn't. Well, I mean, I don't want to say anything that you might say, okay. so. Okay.
0: So, the mother and daughter ended up in Aurora, Missouri, where they began renting a house. And Dee Dee started going by the name Claudinia Blanchard. Oh. She pulled a Joe Dirt and just added an E <laughs> to the end of Blanchard. <laughs> like Joe Dirt and Joe <laughs> Mm-hmm. Claudinia Blanchard. I like it. Bitch, that's Blanchard. <laughs> <laughs> That's like saying tarjé, right? That's what she did. She targeted her name. That's um, French. <laughs> when they moved, Didi obviously had to seek out new doctors for her daughter. So, so she, for sure, she went to these doctors, but unfortunately, she didn't have any of Gypsy's previous medical documents because they all got lost in the hurricane, how including how convenient, including Gypsy's birth certificate. Oh. So Didi basically is going to these doctors with a blank fucking slate (laughs) and a pretty good excuse as to why why she doesn't have any records. Yeah. I mean, who's going to be like, (laughs) yeah, okay. Okay. Like no one's going to be like, well, we still need you to go get them. Yeah. According to Didi, Gypsy's medical issues. And I saw this list on one of the many documentaries that I watched. This was a handwritten list. Okay. It said asthma, epilepsy, hearing impairment, vision impairment, GI reflux, paralyzed from the waist down, cognitive delay slash impairment, muscular dystrophy, anemia, heart murmur, incontinent, allergies, lung disease, and hypoventilation. (laughs) Jesus. I'm just trying to wrap my head around it. Dee Dee was able to manipulate and convince doctors that Gypsy needed medications and treatment for all of these different conditions that she'd been diagnosed with. So this left Gypsy going through numerous medical tests and interventions, like having the feeding tube placed. Mm-hmm. She was also on multiple medications, including Keppra for seizures and Valium, which could have also been okay for the seizures. All right. The fact that Dee Dee would doctor hop helped a
1: lot. Oh, and nobody picked up on that. I'm assuming. No. I mean, clearly, because we got... Oh, okay.
0: So you go All to right. one doctor. Mm-hmm. I don't really like what that doctor said. Go to another one. Go to, go to, go to another one. Yeah. Oh, this doctor gave me what I want, but mm-hmm. you know, I want something else, so let me go to this doctor. Gotcha. Gypsy said she probably saw over 100 doctors wow. in her lifetime.
1: And they did the testing, right? I mean, they did these, these tests to verify or not verify or so rule
0: out. Didi took Gypsy to an ENT an ear, nose, and throat doctor Mm -hmm. with the complaint of excessive drooling. This led them to... At first, they started treating Gypsy's salivary glands with Botox. Okay. I guess that's a treatment for that. And was she drooling while she was there? So... Anyway. The Botox didn't help. Oh. Didn't help. So, later, Gypsy would have a surgery where doctors removed her salivary glands altogether due to her continued excessive drooling. I didn't even know that was a thing you could do. What the doctors didn't know... Was that Dee Dee was applying a topical anesthetic like gel to Gypsy's gums? Oh my god! Before appointments, oh my god! To induce the drooling.
1: Oh my god! Oh my god! Okay, she's a mastermind.
0: Apparently, <laughs> wow. Okay, tell me more. You would think that while examining her, they'd be like poking her gums, and when she didn't fucking react, you think they'd be like, huh? Yeah, that's she, weird. She don't have any feeling in her gums either,
1: and. I'm assuming also that they never spoke with Gypsy away from her mother.
0: Gypsy recalled that for all doctor's appointments, she was told to sit in her chair, play with whatever toy they brought along, don't talk, and don't move her legs. Dee Dee always did all the talking.
1: Ah. Oh. And she was just being an obedient daughter. Well, she also had
0: a mental slash cognitive delay. But did she? According to Didi? Okay. So the combination of the lack of salivary glands and from side effects of the anti-seizure medications, this led to severe dental decay. Most of Gypsy's teeth had to be pulled. She also had tubes implanted in her ears to treat supposed recurrent ear infections. So she's going under all this unnecessary Mm -hmm. crap.
1: Well, her teeth actually did have to be extracted. Right.
0: Yeah. But because they were rotting out of her head because of things her mother (laughs) that she didn't need caused. Yes. God. Okay. Gypsy knew that she could actually walk and that she could eat, but otherwise says that she 100% believed that she had all of these things. Okay. She had no reason to believe she didn't because her mother, Mm -hmm. whom she loved, Mm -hmm. said that she did. And that's her only... That's all she's got. Yeah. Why would your mom right. purposefully make you sick? Why would she do that? That's a, that's the million dollar question. Yeah. Like if my mom came right now and was like, you had mm-hmm. Bell's palsy when you were little. I'd yeah. Been like, I oh, believe well, okay. her. Yeah. One hundred percent. I fucking not. I guess I just yeah. don't remember that. But I guess I know, I, did. I must have
1: blocked it. But um, if you say I did, mom.
0: Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I agree. One doctor in Springfield did have suspicions of DD. Her pediatrician had referred her to a pediatric neurologist, Dr. Bernardo Blasterstein. So, What a name. Right? He saw Gypsy and was immediately like, she has muscular dystrophy. He noticed that her legs, they didn't have a lot of muscle tone, mm-hmm. but they had way too much muscle tone for someone who supposedly hadn't walked. Okay. Since she was very, very little. Mm-hmm. What, six, eight, something right. like that. So he's mm-hmm. like, her legs should be way more.
1: Yeah. Like muscle wasting.
0: like yeah. nothing, Like just, yeah. But no, she had a little, like I said, not a lot of muscle, mm-hmm. but too much. Okay.
1: Okay. So good on you, Doc. The one Doc.
0: He ordered a bunch of tests. He did some MRIs of her spine, blood tests. And lo and behold, these tests showed no abnormalities. Weird. Gypsy Rose Blanchard. 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 Sorry. Blanchard did not have muscular dystrophy. You mean she can walk? Jesus. Jesus touched her. She can walk. Dr. Flasterstein is a miracle worker. (laughs) But of course, Dee Dee was like, yes, she does. Yes, she does. Okay, you're crazy. I'm not crazy. You're crazy. Yeah. Some doctor you are. Where'd you go to school? So he actually did a little bit of digging and got information from one of her doctors in New Orleans that showed Gypsy had had a muscle biopsy in the past that showed she did not have muscular dystrophy. So Dee, Dee already knew.
1: Okay. That she, No, she didn't. Right.
0: Okay. And that just proved her medical records didn't get fucking destroyed. Oh. He was able to find them. hmm Interesting. So this doctor, he didn't report Dee. Dee the social services because one thing I read said that he talked to some other doctors and they were like, Whoa, 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 Whoa. You got a lot more proof than that. Oh, but I don't
1: agree. Really? Yeah. I mean, you, you get two two different
0: doctors
1: who perform the same test, right?
0: He did MRIs. They did actual muscular uh, okay. muscle biopsy. Okay. So yeah. And like, my thing is, even if you report them and you're wrong, you're not going to get in trouble right because you had that legitimate suspicion. Mm-hmm. So why not just report it anyway? Yeah. So he didn't report it, but he did however write in his notes in Gypsy's medical record mm-hmm. that he suspected Dee may have munchausen syndrome by proxy. Okay. Munchausen syndrome by proxy, which I think they've now changed the name to fictitious disorder imposed on another.
1: I like Munchausen better. Me
0: too. Yeah. It, it just rolls off the top. It really does. I, don't, I wonder why they changed it. But mm. anyway, they had nothing better to do. So this is a mental illness where a caregiver, usually a parent, mm-hmm. fabricates or induces illness in someone under their care for sympathy or attention.
1: Yeah. So you know what would be really awesome? I would love, I don't know if they have, but diagnosing a killer. I think they did.
0: I'll have to look it up.
1: I would love to hear an episode I've, on that. I think they did.
0: I know they did it. Oh, we'll talk about it later. Okay. they I don't know. All right. Well, I'm going to have to look it, it up now because I, I want to hear it. Marisa, it, Marisa's suggesting it, guys. Yes, I am.
1: Do so, it. I'll listen to it.
0: So yeah, he put in his note. He put that in his actual notes. Gypsy never saw this doctor again. It's highly suspected and probable that Dee, Dee requested the records- from the appointment read the doctor's note mm, yeah. and was like fuck yeah can't go back to him mm-hmm. i guess anytime you request a medical record they record it so oh, yeah she okay. had numerous medical records requests mm-hmm. and numerous medical records obviously
1: yeah were you gonna say something well I i'm just trying to wrap my head around
0: like like why you know i don't know but So while they were in Aurora, Gypsy and Dee Dee became almost like local celebrities. Oh, You know, mother and her disabled daughter displaced by Hurricane Katrina. And
1: she's a single mom.
0: That's Um, Yes. mm -hmm. Single mom. She's a hero. Taking care of her sick little girl. She is incredible. All by herself. Mm. It was a story of survival, strength, and love. And the community wanted to do whatever they could to help this brave little family. And I'm sure that Miss Blanchard (laughs)
1: took advantage of that. In
0: 2008, the organization Habitat for Humanity built Deedee and Gypsy a home. And I don't, those houses aren't free, are they? You just get like a really reduced mortgage. I believe so.
1: Yeah, I believe so. I don't think that they're free. Yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. That's something I have to look into. I really don't know.
0: The house was equipped with a wheelchair ramp, lowered light switches, Wider doors and a jacuzzi bathtub to help Gypsy's muscles. Aww. And they were also given a vehicle. Their local stardom started to kind of expand, and Gypsy and Didi Dee Dee became even more well known kind of throughout the country. They received free flights to Kansas City for medical appointments. They got tons of Make-A-Wish trips to Disney World, Disneyland. Oh. And she even got backstage passes to a Miranda Lambert concert. Damn. And she got to meet her and there's pictures. Shut up. Of Miranda Lambert with Disney. I wonder how Miranda feels about this. I don't know her. I don't know Miranda or anything about her, so. Oh, not a Miranda Lambert fan? Not really a big country music fan.
1: Um, I'm not, you know, today's country music ain't country music. So you just like Miranda Lambert because you think she's cute. No, I actually do like her music. Do you? Yeah, but also she's cute. I mean, right. oh, fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's let me see. Let's see if we can find. I'm yeah, I want to
1: see that. Uh, you know, I think I think with habitat habitat for Humanity, it's like you don't have to pay to have the house built. But yeah, I think you're right. You do have to pay the like a, a reduced mortgage or something. The jacuzzi bathtub. I need some help
0: habitat for humanity. Oh yeah, here, here it is. Oh apparently she Miranda Lambert herself donated six oh, thousand dollars to Gypsy and her mom.
1: Oh damn. Yeah. She wants her money back. Well she don't need it. <laughs> right. That <laughs> was a drop in the bucket for her.
0: Right. All this attention, they'd never really gotten that kind of attention and popularity before in Louisiana. Like Gypsy mm-hmm. had been named the queen of like a big Mardi Gras parade before, but nothing like this. Like she was going to these, from what I saw, like leukemia conferences and stuff and like speaking and with her little voice and <laughs> talking like this. Yeah. And was like, I've got the best mommy in the world and she takes good care of me and she's my hero. And Dee Dee's like, no, you're my hero. <laughs> like that kind of shit. So yeah, people were inspired by Gypsy's positive, happy-go-lucky attitude, despite everything she was going through. I mean, every picture you see of Gypsy, she's fucking yeah. like, smiling, smiling happy. face. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the relationship between her and Didi Dee Dee looked like so loving. Mm-hmm. Like they just look like best friends and they would say they were each other's best friends. <laughs> mm-hmm. Gypsy's dad, Rod was still trying to be a part of their life. At first, after the hurricane, he and his wife had no idea where Dee Dee and Gypsy even went. Oh, wow. Like, Dee Dee didn't tell them. And it took a few months before they finally figured it out. And once he did find them, he kept paying his child support. And Dee Dee would let him have the occasional phone call with Gypsy. Rod and his wife expressed numerous times that they wanted to visit Gypsy. But Didi Dee Dee would always have a reason why they couldn't. Mm-hmm. Or like when it came down to finalizing the plans, she wouldn't answer the phone. Or at the last minute, something would come up. Yeah. And they could never visit. Meanwhile, she was telling all her new neighbors and anybody who would listen that Rod was an abusive drug addict who oh, had Jesus. abandoned his family and didn't even care about his daughter and her health struggles.
1: So did he ever do anything to try to get gypsy or to
0: try to... He never... He genuinely thought... Didi was taking great care of their daughter. Oh, well, like why? Right. Because I, like I said, again, who would ever think Right. Yeah. that a mom mm-hmm. would do that to her daughter? Yeah. Didi would even make Gypsy believe these things and would tell her that her dad didn't want her because he really wanted a son. She would lie and say that her dad, he doesn't want to see you. He's not even paying child support for you. Wow. And then she would limit phone calls and mail that she would receive. Didi Dee Dee told Gypsy that one time when she was a baby, Rod came home drunk. Gypsy was crying, and she said Rod picked up Gypsy by her throat and was like, You shut her up or I will. So she's like filling Gypsy's head with, with all these things. Yeah. But Rod didn't really know any of this. Yeah. And well, again, yeah. he thought that she was taking really good care of Gypsy. Yeah. God. That's terrible. He did say that like during that one of their meetings once, when Gypsy was like younger, he noticed she was like Trembling a lot, and he mm-hmm. was like, "What? What's wrong?" like mm-hmm. He's like, "It's like she was scared." He's like, "Well, now I know." Right? Yeah, because mm-hmm. of all the crap. But then and... here's Didi. We'll go see your daddy. That's your daddy. Meanwhile, oh, God. what a fucking sick bitch! God. At some point, Gypsy's pediatrician's nurse, okay, realized that they had like three different birthdays on Gypsy's file. Mm. Okay. She brought it to the doctor like the month and dates were the same, but they had like three different years for this girl's birth. Okay. So she brought it to the doctor's attention and he called the Missouri Department of Family Services, but he reported concerns of kidnapping. Okay, I don't, I don't know why that was his first go-to, but he reported them. DFS went to Didi Dee Dee and Gypsy's house. They talked to Gypsy alone. Mm-hmm. They said, do you have any bruises on you? Mm-hmm. Who is that woman? Mm-hmm. Of course, Didi's Dee like, no, no, that's my mom. And then Dee, Dee, her excuse was, I'm hiding from an abusive ex-husband. Oh. I don't want good to one. find me. Good one. DFS said, well, you have yeah. to get a birth certificate for Gypsy. Mm-hmm. And they left it at that. Oh, okay. So she can just make one up. Gypsy says after that, her mom became a lot more paranoid about doctors and social workers. <laughs> okay. So with the whole birth certificate thing, Dee, Dee was trying to pass off Gypsy as being much younger than she actually was. And it wasn't really that hard because Gypsy's very petite. Mm -hmm. Like she's tiny. She looks like this. She's got a very high pitched voice, very childlike. Mm -hmm. She was often dressed in Disney princess dresses, Mm -hmm. the wigs, or she was matching her mom and she was missing teeth. Yeah. It made her look a lot younger than what she was. When they moved to Missouri, Gypsy was actually 14, but Dee Dee was telling people that Gypsy was 12. Okay. Rod remembers on Gypsy's 18th birthday. He called to tell her happy birthday and Dee, Dee said, don't tell her she's 18. And Rod said, what? She was like, don't tell her she's 18. He's like, why? And He's like, well, she thinks she's a lot younger than what she is. And I just don't want to upset her.
1: Okay. Because th- wouldn't she tell people that she had, like, I mean, she was delayed. So yeah. like she had the mind of a child. Yeah.
0: yeah. So she's like, I don't want to upset her.
1: So it's her voice. Is that just, did it just not ever deepen or just,
0: yeah, it was just her voice. I guess oh, Okay. But I, I don't know if she played it up a little because she doesn't like now when she talks, it's a little high it's a little, pitch, yeah. but it's not right. like it's, it was then. Right. So mm-hmm. I don't know. And she was, she was constantly basically keeping Gypsy young, making her younger because she would bathe her. They bathed yeah. together sometimes. God. they slept in the same bed. Like she was treating her fucking weird like a baby. Mm-hmm. Gypsy says, as she got older, the relationship with her mom was very hot and cold because as she got older, she wanted more independence. Well, sure. And Didi didn't want her to be independent. You know, so when you're little, you just do whatever <laughs> your mom, mom says. Yeah. But as you get older, you kind of start. Yeah, that's normal. Pushing back. Yeah, totally normal.
1: Teenagers be teenagers.
0: Right? hmm When Gypsy was basically submissive and obedient, everything was good. hmm When she was rebellious, she got punished. So if she was good, like, say they had an interview or something or went to the doctor mm-hmm. and Dee- uh, Gypsy was good, a.k.a. sat there and didn't say anything. Right. Afterwards, they'd go to Toys R Us and she'd buy her toys or buy her a new dress. But if she was bad or did something her mother didn't like, mm-hmm. Didi Dee Dee would basically ignore her and withhold affection. Oh. So she would just snub her, basically. Okay. Give her the cold shoulder. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this, Didi Dee Dee is all Gypsy has. Right. So it's like. Yeah. Hello. That really affected her. Yeah. Yeah. Didi Dee Dee also taught Gypsy to shoplift. So that was something they liked to do together.
1: Oh, that's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little mother-daughter day. And bonding. <laughs> yeah. I used to love doing that with my mom.
0: Nothing like shoplifting with your mom. Yeah. And like, who would suspect a little girl in a In a wheelchair? Yeah. It was the perfect disguise. Yeah, for sure. Gypsy said that she would knock an item into her lap and then shove them under her little princess dress. Oh my God. And if the item that she wanted couldn't be hidden under her dress or under her hat, I don't know if I should say this because we might be teaching people how to shop. Like, right. But she said Didi Dee Dee taught her how to barcode swap. So they would take oh. the barcode off of a cheaper item okay. and place it on whatever it is mm-hmm. they wanted. So like to say they wanted to buy this $50 Stanley cup. Yeah, they would take a four dollar sticker off of another cup, stick it on the Stanley Cup, and go through self checkout. Oh, that's so smart! Great, <laughs> great. You're gonna Done. shoplift now? Like I said, I didn't. I was like, maybe we shouldn't reveal this secret. <laughs>
1: <laughs> really, I learned kind how to shoplift
0: from ingenious. Lady You're Scaring us.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. my god, that's wow!
0: Yeah,
1: okay, criminal masterminds,
0: <laughs> right? Gypsy didn't really have any friends, but one day she started talking to a neighborhood girl, Aaliyah, that lived a few doors down and Gypsy really kind of like idolized her because she saw her with friends. She saw her outside doing stuff. Right. Like being a teenage girl. Mm Mm-hmm. And she would get jealous because she'd see her go on dates and, like I said, just generally be a teenager. Friends and neighbors looked back and realized that Gypsy was basically never away from Dee Dee's side. Aaliyah said that if they played or hung out, which they did quite a bit, Dee, Dee was always right there watching. Mm. Another neighbor said that it seemed like Didi was always holding Gypsy's hand. And if you watch interviews, Mm -hmm. they're sitting next to each other. Yeah. And Didi is always holding Gypsy's hand or has her hand on her shoulder, just always touching her in some way. And that just seems like, oh, that's so sweet. They just love each other so much. Yes. She's such a doting mother. Yes. Well, it actually turns out it was more about control. Mm-hmm. Gypsy has confirmed that if she was talking and Didi squeezed her hand, she knew that she needed to shut up. That she had said something or was saying something mm-hmm. that Didi did not want her to say. She said that whenever they had interviews, she was kind of fed the same lines to say, mm-hmm. "This is a dream come true. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy. This makes me happy. My mommy is my best friend." Yeah. So Didi told her, "This is what you say, right?" And I'm going to let you know if you step you out said, line. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. gypsy said some of the public rules she had to follow mm-hmm. was stay quiet. Don't seem overly happy or excited because sick people right. don't get that excited or happy. Mm-hmm. When adults talk, you don't talk and don't eat in front of people. Oh, cause she couldn't. She had, that's why she yeah, had yeah, yeah. to eat too. Yeah. Oh,
1: God. And certainly don't get up and walk.
0: Right. Yeah, I'm sure that wow. was one too. Gypsy said that most of her mom's friendships were one-sided. Dee was that person that if you were in the store and you saw her, you were like, oh my God, I hope she didn't see me. And then she'd be like, Marisa! And you're like, fuck. <laughs> because... God, oh, hey, Dee, Because all she's going to do is say, let me tell you about Gypsy's last oh, doctor's yeah. appointment. Mm-hmm. Well, Gypsy's sick again. Mm-hmm. Well, Gypsy started a new medication and she had a bad reaction to it. And we had to go to the hospital or... We just don't have any money because Gypsy's dad, you know, he doesn't care about us and mm-hmm. just that person. Yeah.
1: That the just, person that nobody wants to be around. But
0: yeah. you would genuinely feel bad for them. Yeah. Did you ever watch the Debbie Downer uh-uh. um, Saturday Night Live skits? Uh-uh. With Rachel Dratch, you have to watch them. Okay. Um
1: Oh, is she oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what like, you're yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Or she would call you up and be like, Marisa, we're on the paper. Did you see us? Marisa, turn on your TV tonight. We're gonna be on channel three. They're gonna do a special on us. <laughs> oh my god. So it was just always very attention seeking yeah. behavior. Yeah. And then Didi Dee Dee played that we only have each other card to gypsy. It's yeah. me and you. We're right. all we got. Mm-hmm. We're a team. It's part of that control. Mm-hmm. I don't have anybody but you. Mm-hmm. You don't have anybody but me. But together, we can make it.
1: It's like the equivalent of an abusive husband saying, you
0: can't do this without me. Yeah. They were together 24, seven, 24, seven. And Gypsy said, this is what their normal day would be. They would wake up every day around 11. That's uh, fucking nice.
1: Right? <laughs> 11.
0: Like, yeah. Okay. Gypsy would take her medicine. Didi Dee Dee would have breakfast. They would watch the bold and the beautiful. Okay. Is that a soap opera? Yeah. Have you ever watched it? Mm-hmm. It's it good. Uh,
1: I mean, I watched it as a kid with my grandma, when she good. would watch her stories. Okay. I honestly preferred, um, uh, the young and the restless. No, no, no. All my children. That was a good one. General hospital. General hospital. Yep. Yeah, she used Did to watch that. Still come on. No, I don't think so. Nah. Well, I know. I think all my children is done. I think general hospital. I don't, I, you know what? I don't know. I don't know. God. Soap operas. Are they extinct? Oh. No, I think they've just evolved. Now it's reality television.
0: Yeah. I think I'd rather have soap operas. Yeah. That was
1: the good stuff. But
0: so anyway, they, they would watch their stories. Then they would get dressed only if they had an errand to run. If they didn't have an errand to run, we're staying in our PJs. Oh, well, yeah. Duh. If they didn't have an errand to, wa- to run, then they'd watch a movie. Maybe okay. watch another movie. Mm-hmm. They'd have dinner. Then they'd watch another movie.
1: Well, Dee, Dee would have dinner.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. Gypsy would drink her juice. Right.
1: Like <laughs> whatever. I,
0: Pd light through the peg tube.
1: In in the act, there was one part where she had ordered pizza, but put Gypsy's pizza in, um, you know, like a.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Wait, what am I trying to say? A blender. A blender. Yes. So
0: funny. Fun. Not fun fact. But in Gypsy's book, she did say that that was completely not factual. She never blended oh, up okay. food and fed her through the peg tube. But okay, you know. You kind of make a show interesting. Yeah. We'll talk about that more Okay, at the end of this. Okay, Dee, Dee would bathe Gypsy. She would dress her. She would tuck her into bed and put Gypsy's CPAP on her breathing machine mm-hmm. because she had sleep apnea. Did she? But oddly enough, Gypsy said it didn't help her breathe at all. <laughs> it actually kind of did the opposite.
1: Well, I would imagine that it would if you didn't have sleep apnea. Right?
0: And then lights would be off. I mean, honestly, other than the CPAP, yeah. it sounds like a normal day for me <laughs> yeah. when I'm not working. <laughs> Just fucking watch TV all day. Yeah. Take a bath. Right. Dee Dee would eventually start a Facebook profile. It was a joint one. Mm -hmm. Just like when a husband cheats on a wife, they make a joint Facebook account. Mm -hmm. You know, when a couple has a
1: joint Facebook
0: account, somebody doesn't trust somebody. Something's going on. Uh Uh-huh. You're like, "Mm, somebody Mm -hmm. did something and can't have their own Facebook profile Mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. Those are the ones you watch. Oh, yeah. Keep an eye on that profile. (laughs) When the picture changes, oh, shit. Yeah. When the picture of the two of them goes to just the children. Yeah. (laughs) so true. (laughs) So their name was D-Jip Blanchard. Like Mm D-E-E and then Jip. Oddly enough, the computer that she was using, uh, she got the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society to give it to Gypsy for a Christmas present. Oh, that's nice. Right. Mm. So she would use this Facebook profile to post updates about their life and what was going on with Gypsy. And of course, she would post yeah. pictures of Gypsy in the hospital beds or Gypsy right before her surgery. Mm-hmm. Just exploiting right. her. It's definitely attention seeking behavior. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Didi Dee Dee wouldn't let Gypsy have her own Facebook account, of course. Of course, yeah. Because why would she? Yeah. So Gypsy would get on the computer, and Didi Dee Dee thought she was just looking at, like, Disney websites and Barbie websites. But at one point, Gypsy actually made her own Facebook account behind Didi's Dee back. What? She's a teen... She, remember, she's... Mm. Rebellious teenager. A teenager, despite yeah. what her mom says. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, in all these documentaries, they're like, you can baby somebody as much mm-hmm. as you want, but... A teenager is going to turn into a teenager. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like when the hormones start going, it's going to fucking happen. Mm -hmm. So Gypsy doesn't know what her real age is. Not at this point. So she made her Facebook account. She couldn't use her own name because her mom would find her. Mm -hmm. So she chose like the alias Emma Rose. Oh. She was finally able to talk to people. She could say whatever she wanted to say. She didn't have to say what she was coached to say. Mm -hmm. Did she cuss? Maybe. I don't know. But she ended up Facebook friending the neighbor, Aaliyah, and they would message each other a lot. She would vent to Aaliyah. She never told her what was really going on, Mm -hmm. but they actually ended up calling each other big sister and little sister because Aaliyah kind of took on the role of a big sister, even though I think technically Gypsy was older than her. Oh, wow. Interesting. Gypsy would ask her stuff about boys and kissing and just teenager stuff because she genuinely had no clue Mm -hmm. what it was like to be a teenager. Around February of 2011, Dee, Dee took Gypsy to a sci-fi convention. That was something they liked to do because Gypsy, she liked to, she loved to dress up. Okay, probably because she was able to be somebody else.
1: Hmm. Yeah. For Makes a while. Sense.
0: Yeah. One night while she was there, a guy bumped into her. He apologized. They went their separate ways. Later, that same guy actually found her on Facebook. I don't really know how. Okay. But he found her and he added her. His name was Dan and he was 36. Mm, Too old. Probably at this point, still too old. Regardless of what her real age was. Right. Still too old. Right. And plus she looks like a child. Right. And he probably, like, uh, there's no fucking way he thought she wasn't. Right. I
1: mean, she talks like
0: this. Right. And she was there dressed up as fucking Cinderella or some shit. Right. (laughs) Or I don't know. Right. But clearly Mm -hmm. didn't look like a 20 year old. Right. Much less a fucking 30 year old. Mm -hmm. But they started talking. First, it was about movies, TV, music. But then it got flirty. Oh. After a few months, she opened up more and more about her home life. He was the first person she actually told that she could actually walk. Okay. So she admitted it to him. Around this time is when Gypsy actually found out how old she was. She found her Medicaid card, Mm. which said that her birthday, her birth year was 1991. So she's my age. Oh. She thought she was 15 and Mm -hmm. born in 1995, but she was actually 19. So still too fucking young for Dan. Yes. (laughs) But not
1: a minor. He wouldn't go to jail. (laughs) Right. It was just not, but she looks like she's 15. Yeah. Yeah. 13. Yeah. Very young. Yeah.
0: Mm. She was shocked. Like genuinely shocked. Oh yeah. I'm sure. She told Dan what was going on and he was like, well, looks like you're an independent woman now. Mm -hmm. You're a woman, right? You're an adult. You're 19 years old. You can leave. Fucking leave. But she said, I can't because my mom will find me. Like, no doubt in my mind, she will find me. Mm-hmm. But he said, I got you. I'll protect you. Aww, I got I, you, girl. The gentleman. I'm Dan the man. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: I got you, baby.
0: <laughs> so they devised a plan for her to leave and go with him to his farm in Arkansas. No,
1: what? no, what? no
0: farm. Yeah, no. Why? That is a red flag. How? I'm going to take you to my farm? In Arkansas. No. That's not... That sounds very peaceful. <laughs> no.
1: That sounds like somebody's going to murder you. Take you hey, back baby. and shoot you? Yeah. Hey, baby. Why don't you come over to the farm? No. No. Sorry. Robert Picton. <laughs> yeah.
0: No. Okay. Sounds... I mean, Mm-mm. I guess okay. I'd get murdered. So... I guess you would. <laughs> one night when her mom was asleep, Gypsy... I think Gypsy had a cell phone, but Didi Dee Dee kept it, I okay. think, is what... Because it said Didi's Dee Dee cell phone, but then later she said my cell phone. Okay. So I, I don't really know, but she stole... It was a, a
1: shared cell phone. Probably.
0: For the shared Facebook account. Mm-hmm.
1: It she, was the emergency cell phone, like Tina.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've only seen that episode. I think... I don't remember that okay. one very well, but I do remember it. Mm-hmm. She stole the cell phone and she started texting Dan. He said, how about we do it tonight, baby? Run away. Tonight's the night. To the farm. And she said, okay, because he was actually, he had been there for the sci-fi convention. Mm -hmm. So he was still there staying with a friend. Oh, okay. She said she packed up a few costumes because that's all she fucking had. She didn't have any real fucking clothes. Oh my God. Because she's a baby. Yeah. And she grabbed a blonde wig to put on so nobody would recognize her. She stole some cash from her mom and left a note saying, hey, I know I'm 19. I'm going to go live my own life. Mm -hmm. Then she left through the back door. This was around 2 a.m. And she actually hitchhiked to Dan's friend's house, where Dan was. That's when she found out that Dan was on parole. Oh, my God. What ooh, what for? I don't know. Okay. But he couldn't leave the state. Oh, my God. So they couldn't go to Arkansas to his farm. Huh. <laughs> so what happens next? So, Didi woke up, saw that Gypsy was gone. Mm-hmm. As she was looking around the house, she found the cell phone that Gypsy had been using to text Dan. Mm-hmm. And I think, to the friend he was... The people at the house, some of them knew Didi, Dee, Dee, and they actually okay. told her that Gypsy was there. So Didi showed up where Dan and Gypsy were. She said, hey, Gypsy, let's just go talk on the porch. And Gypsy agrees. And Didi said, hey, just come home with me. If you come home with me, I'll still let you see him. You can still date him. I just want you to come home. Mm-hmm. And I don't really know why Gypsy believed her, but she did, cuz it's her mom. Yeah, that's true. So she went back home with her. On the ride home, Gypsy started confronting Didi Dee Dee about the age thing and Didi's Dee Dee like, "No, it's not true. You're you're 15." And this is where I got a little bit confused in the show. Gypsy says that Didi Dee Dee stopped at a Staples store, went in and came back out with a birth certificate that said 1995. I don't know what Gypsy thought she was doing in the store. But she showed her the birth certificate and said, see, this is your birth certificate. But Gypsy thinks she just modified it with some whiteout and then made a copy of it and changed mm-hmm. the one to a five. Like I said, I don't I don't know what Gypsy thought she was doing at Staples. Yeah. She just was like, hold on a second. Went in, <laughs> came out and was like, here's your birth certificate. Right. So like I said, a little confused well, there.
1: I don't think that she was super smart.
0: Yeah. I mean, she's
1: obviously been, obviously been very, very sheltered and trusted her mother.
0: Yeah. So Gypsy said, okay. Like, okay. you okay. Because again, she did not want to think that her mom was lying to right. her. Right, yeah. When they got home, Dee Dee made Gypsy take a pregnancy test. She said, I know you had sex with Dan, even though Gypsy didn't. She said, no, I didn't. She said, well, guess what? You can get pregnant just by kissing a boy.
1: Okay.
0: Because that's well. what you want to tell your daughter. Gypsy took a test and it was fucking negative. But then Dee, Dee chained Gypsy to the bed in their home. Oh my God. She smashed her computer and her cell phone. She was attached to the bed by handcuffs. And then Dee, Dee took a dog leash and tied it to her and then tied it to her person. So she would feel every time Gypsy moved. Oh my God. She put bells on the door. So if Gypsy yeah. rattled the doorknob, the bells would go. She put tent over the windows. And as a punishment, she maybe didn't feed Gypsy every day. After her runaway attempt, Dee, Dee became physically abusive. Up until this point...
1: No, no physical abuse. No. Okay.
0: Now she had started hitting Gypsy with coat hangers. Oh my God. Or her hand. Mommy dearest much. Right. For any little thing Gypsy did. I've never seen that movie. Oh, really? Is it good? It is good. I know people do the no wire hangers. Yeah. But I've never seen it. Yeah, you should. You should watch it. Yeah. It's worth the watch for sure. Who's in it? Uh, I can't remember who plays the part, but it's about Joan Crawford. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I can't remember who plays her. Gotcha. So yeah, if she wasn't hitting her with hangers, she was hitting her with her hand just for any little thing that pissed her off. Mm-hmm. And then Gypsy was begging to have Dee Dee's trust back. She's, I'll be good. I'll never, I won't do it again. I'll be mm-hmm. good. Please let me go. I'll never talk to Dan again. Just let me go. And slowly Dee, Dee started trusting Gypsy and would like let her out of her sight to go to the bathroom or let her out of her sight to like shower. But Gypsy ended up being chained to that bed for two weeks. Holy shit. Before Dee, Dee finally took the handcuffs off. She had the handcuffs on the entire time. Like I said, I think she would let her off for little right. things. Okay.
1: But right. then she still had a chain to tied to her mm-hmm. and to Didi. Dee Dee, like to right. Gypsy. Yeah, and- she, okay. yeah.
0: Wow. But after that, Gypsy said DeeDee Dee was like super sensitive to any movement. You know, they slept together. Mm-hmm. So Gypsy might move. Didi Dee Dee would immediately wake up. So like she couldn't
1: yeah. move.
0: Right. Basically, Didi also started sleeping with a knife next to her. Oh, and told Gypsy, if you try to run away again, you'll be punished. Wow. Around that time, Didi also bought a gun, which terrified Gypsy because she was like, oh, my God, my mom might kill me. Like, why else would she buy a gun?
1: Yeah. She started for for you to like trust this woman fully. And now you think, oh, my God, she might kill me. She mm -hmm. might actually
0: kill me. Jesus. Yeah. She started beating Gypsy down mentally. Nobody's going to want you. Right. Dan didn't love you. He didn't want, he doesn't want you. If he loved you and wanted you, where's he at? Why ain't he here trying to save you? He didn't fucking want you. So Gypsy stopped talking to Dan because she believed it. Yeah. Gypsy would question her mom, like, why? Why all of this? And Dee would just say, well, I take good care of you, don't I? You need special care and I take care of you. I take you to your doctor's appointments. I feed you. Well, what more could you possibly I've taken want? I've care of you your yeah. entire life. I've dedicated my whole life mm-hmm. to you. Which she had. Yeah. I mean. In a fucked up way. In a fucked up way. Yeah. So Gypsy would actually start feeling bad and would cry and apologize to her mom for being mean to her. I'm sorry. How could I ever think? Jesus. Bad things about you. You do just love me. Mm -hmm. Like all you've ever done is cared for me. Here I am being a bitch to you. I'm so sorry, mom. I'm so ungrateful. Like classic. Yeah. Abuse. Yeah. But at the same time, Gypsy felt hopeless. She's like, right. This is just going to be my life. I'm going to live here in this house with my mom forever. Maybe she, and if she dies, then what? But I'll be, I'll be too old to want to do all the things I want to do. And plus she can't take
1: care of herself. I mean, she's so sick, right? And she believes that she's.
0: Yeah. Wow. But eventually Gypsy started sneaking back on the computer again. (gasps) What? Yeah. Rebel without a cause. (laughs) I mean. Dee Dee would take her sleeping meds. Pass out. And Gypsy would go to her room and get online. Some Facebook friend that she chatted with told Gypsy, You should sign up for this Christian dating website after she heard about the whole breakup. If you want to mm-hmm. call it that with Dan. Yeah. Hey, get on Christian I don't Christian fucking mingle. Yeah. I don't think it was Christian Mingle, right.
1: but no, I think it was some other yeah, Christian
0: free Christian dot com. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. So Gypsy was like, Okay, she made her profile. She put on a brown wig and a prom dress, took her little profile picture. Mm-hmm. Her bio said, I'm a very happy, bubbly girl that's interested in sci-fi and fantasy. Here's the part where I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a virgin and waiting to commit myself to my husband. Oh. So she had a little profile. hmm And that is when she came across the profile of Nicholas Godijon in 2012. Oh. And we're going to stop there. <gasps> And we're gonna have a part two, but don't worry, it's, you don't have to wait a whole week. It's gonna come out on Thursday. Okay, the suspense is killing me. So we'll pick up on Thursday. Okay. If you haven't, go ahead and rate us on our like Apple or Spotify or whatever. Mm-hmm. Give us a good rating if you like us. a if really, you don't, good one. Yes. If you don't like us, then just fuck off. Don't rate us. <laughs> just keep on moving. <laughs> um, and if you don't follow us on Instagram, follow us on Instagram at lady underscore your scariness. Do it. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.